Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon and welcome to On The Homefront where we discuss the things occupying our news feeds here in the UK. And on today's episode we're going to be discussing the new illegal migration bill that the Conservative government are passing through Parliament. And I was able to sit down for a virtual interview with Labour MP for Exeter, Ben Bradshaw, which we'll hear shortly. So I do think it is safe to say that the UK is experiencing a crisis with migration. The government has reported that over 45,700 people have arrived in small boats in 2022 with over 40,000 asylum applications, which it is a lot. Those are very high numbers. And when we look at the fact that between 2015 and 2022, we have processed 450,000 asylum applications from what the government deems as safe routes. You know, this jump just last year is quite a lot and it is putting an increased strain on our border security and immigration staff. And there was a recent Vox article published back in March describing the conditions in the camps where the Home Office is holding these migrants that come over to the country, um, detailing the experience of two Albanian refugees who came over, who described that they were sleeping on the floor in cramped conditions, they weren't offered legal advice, hygiene conditions were very poor, and, you know, whether this is how the Home Office is treating these people, or that it reflects the strain that's on this system at the minute it just shows that at the minute we can't handle these numbers because something so wrong in our asylum system has happened over the past 13 years with the conservative government so i did read the bill publication that was produced during its first reading in the house of commons and the bill states that the purpose of the act is to prevent and deter unlawful migration and in particular migration by unsafe and illegal routes and it's very clear that the government is planning to remove anyone who enters the uk illegally and as i continue to read through this publication i came upon a section called the nationality and borders act 2022 and it stated that at the end of the eu transition period there was a change in the immigration rules which amended legal powers to treat cases as inadmissible um, and it means that the UK does not take responsibility for assessing the asylum claim where individuals have passed through safe countries or have connections to a safe country where they could have made a claim for asylum. And I think it's a good place to point out that, you know, they're not illegal because they are claiming asylum. And that under the Refugee Convention, which the UK has signed, they can apply for asylum in any country part of that convention and when we look at France and Spain they are taking far more refugees than us as well um, and then when we look at the second reading of the bill even more concerns start to come up here um, notably by Theresa May former prime minister and home secretary she notes that you know there are pressures with dealing with migration and that if the government tries to close one route that people will find another way and that this bill will not resolve the issues that we're currently facing 
um, and that there is no clear evidence between people smuggling and the rise of small boats crossings, and that modern slavery victims will just be written off. So a lot of questions have been raised in the, the second reading and the first reading of this bill. So I did put some of these questions to Ben Bradshaw when I was able to interview him via Zoom. Um, take a listen, guys. So at the moment, we've seen 45,700 small boats cross the channel. Do you believe that there is an underlying fault with our current border force, or do you think there are other factors at play here? I think the border force are doing the best they can in, uh, in circumstances that have been made impossible uh, for them by government policy. Uh, I, I mean, the simple fact is that you know we're taking far fewer uh, migrants and asylum seekers than most other European countries, but there are some who... Uh, if they are fleeing persecution, want to come here because they have connections to England or they ha already have family here. And for the vast majority of countries in the world, there are no safe routes, so they have no alternative, uh, which is why they uh, turn in desperation to these people smugglers. And what the government's trying to do is, is not address the root of this problem. It's trying to uh, 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 apply a sticking plaster to the symptoms uh, and we, we know from the experience of the last 13 years that that doesn't work. Um, so, uh, yes, I mean, it's, I, I don't think this, this piece of legislation is, is a serious attempt to uh, achieve a um, coherent and, work, and workable and successful immigration policy. Um, it's just a political stunt. The Tories are... Um, uh, um, throwing uh, in the run-up to the next general election in the hope that it'll get them a few votes. But I think the voters see through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so obviously they're housing these refugees in hotels, but the Home Secretary now wants to start moving them into these offshore barges and barracks. So what are your thoughts on the treatment of the refugees and what is Labour proposing that we do differently on that part? Well, there are serious problems with it, not just the cost, obviously, uh, the cost to the taxpayer of housing uh, uh, these uh, asylum claimants in hotels uh, or uh, anywhere else for a long time. There are safeguarding issues, particularly when it comes to uh, children and young people. Uh, we've had terrible instances of children disappearing uh, from these uh, premises. Uh, there are health uh, 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 and uh, concerns uh, as well. Uh, the solution is not to have to house people in this sort of accommodation at all. The reason the government's having to spend millions and millions of pounds of every taxpayer's money is because uh, it's completely failed to keep up with the application process. And the backlog of outstanding applications uh, is has grown every single year of this Conservative government because the Home Office is completely broken. Um, so the solution to solving the problem is not just to build more hotels or try to find more places to put up asylum claimants waiting for their claims to be processed uh, at vast expense to the taxpayer. It is to process those claims and either grant them asylum. And don't forget, the majority of asylum claimants do get asylum. And from some countries, this is a very large majority, or send them back. Uh, and the government's not doing either of those things. They've got a deal now with France to give them £500 million for more officers in a new detention centre. Do you think, because you've said it's broken and it's not working, do you think that money's going to be effective or do you think it's just going to be wasted? Well, it might help a bit, but it's a very limited agreement and it's not 
uh, the same agreement as we had when we were in the European Union, um, because we've uh, left the, the Dublin Accords, uh, which was a voluntary agreement to return asylum seekers in the European Union to the first country they came into. Uh, and we don't benefit from that agreement uh, anymore. Uh, and the government uh, did no preparation for this. Uh, it pretended that Brexit was always all going to be wonderful. And as we now know, Brexit has been a total and unmitigated disaster in, in every every possible way. I can't think of a single benefit or advantage of it. And the, the problem with uh, migrants crossing the channel is just one example of many. Um, clearly, you know, we need agreements with France, but we need agreements with the whole of the European Union. You can only tackle um, uh, uh, migration and these waves of uh, asylum seekers that we're probably going to see more of, given um, uh, uh, conflicts and the impacts of the climate emergency in other parts of the world, um, by working with other countries. And of course, the act of leaving the European Union and isolating ourselves from other countries was the most stupid thing to do if we were serious about solving problems like cross-border migration. And former Prime Minister Theresa May has stated that the new bill would not solve the illegal migration issue and that modern slavery victims would be collateral damage. How important do you feel her insight is into the issue as a former Prime Minister and Home Secretary? Well, I think Theresa May's comments are extremely interesting because, of course, when she was Home Secretary, she had a reputation for, for being very hard-line. And here she is, not only criticising uh, the current government's proposals on moral and humanitarian grounds, but also on grounds of practicality. She doesn't think they'll work either. I just hope that she and those other Conservative MPs who share those misgivings actually vote against this bill. Uh, they should put their vote where their mouths are. It's all very well saying that you don't think it's going to work. Well, if you don't think it's going to work, why not vote for it? Why not vote with Labour to, to oppose it? Um, but let's see what happens later today. The votes are actually today. And Australia used similar methods in 2013 as the UK government um, to control the immigration issues they were facing. And they got a lot of backlash from the UN. What consequences could this have on us in regard to human rights and international law? I mean, Australia is, is, is much more isolated uh, and uh, further away from uh, large uh, areas of population of countries of similar economic development to uh, the UK, given our position uh, on the edge of, of Europe. Uh, so the situation is, 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 is rather different. But uh, And also the, 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 the different countries' economic needs and need, needs, needs for, need for migrant workers is, is, very, is very different as well. Um, but I think we should adopt policies that make sense for us and work for us. Uh, rather than think that we can build a successful migration policy based on other countries' experiences. There may, be, there may be positive things we can learn from the Australian experience, but I think we need to get policies right for us. And so far, or at least for the last 13 years, the current government, government, government policies have been a total failure. And Gary Lineker made comments about the bill, referring to it as beyond awful and comparing the language used as not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. What are your thoughts on, on his comments and the validity of those comments? I think we do have to be careful about the language we use around these issues. And I think some of the language that's been used by some Conservative politicians, including the Home Secretary, has been highly inflammatory. Uh, and we know what they're doing. Uh, uh, and, you know, we know that when 
politicians use loose language like this or indulge in dog whistle politics, but there are there are there are victims and there are repercussions. Uh, and um, I I think Gary Lindica was absolutely right to raise those concerns and and suggest that we have a, a debate about this that's based on facts and the evidence uh, rather than prejudice and emotion. Uh, and um, and I think, you know, that's a very sensible approach. It's certainly one that Labour had when we were in government and I hope would have again if we then win the next election. And unfortunately, Amory Morris couldn't be with us today, um, but she did provide me with a written statement that I did send over. Um, she mentioned that the current asylum system currently costs the British taxpayer £3 billion a year. But do you think the government is justified in using the cost as a factor to gain support after after their spending on PP contacts and track and trace through the pandemic? The cost of the asylum system is £3 billion a year after 13 years of Conservative government and as a direct result of the failures of that Conservative uh, government. There's no reason why the asylum system has to cost that much. It is in, in it is a costly failure. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be laid fairly and squarely at the door of the Conservative government. I mean, there is an alternative which would both cost less, uh, lead to uh, a, a more efficient, fairer system that actually works, that grants asylum to those people who have a genuine uh, uh, claim, uh, grants to claim, and rejects those and deports those who don't. And heavens knows, we we need we we need the contribution of many of these people's labour to our uh, economy. I mean, there are multiple uh, areas of the UK economy and our public services that are uh, suffering from labour shortages at the moment. And one of the reasons our economy is the worst performing economy in the developed world. So, uh, you know, a, a sensible uh, asylum and immigration system can help our economy and reassure people that the system is working and is fair. And that's the very opposite of what we've had in the last 13 years of the Tories. And she also mentioned that by removing people who enter illegally will help break the business of people smuggling. But do you think there are other ways to help break that which doesn't involve the nature of this bill? Well, she, she says by removing people illegally, that's not what the government's proposing. The government is proposing to remove everybody who arrives in small boats and you don't know whether they've got a legitimate claim uh, until you've tested it. So, you know, it's, it's, it, you, it's wrong to describe these people as illegal migrants. They are asylum seekers. They may have come here through unofficial channels, but the reason they've done that is because there are no legal, safe and legal routes for them to come and make an asylum claim or to make an asylum claim in the country they're coming from. Uh, so, yes, it's, it's, if, if, if it was what Anne-Marie was describing, it might be, but it's not. Uh, it's something very different. And as a number of commentators have, have, have pointed out, probably against international law. Mm-hmm. And finally, Amory mentioned that as the government reduces um, the illegal migration coming across, um, they'll do more to help those travelling via safe and legal routes. But as you've just mentioned, that any for these current people coming over. So... Do you believe that they are just completely disregarding those that don't have the option to access these routes? Yes, I mean, they're putting the cart before the horse. If they want to stop the illegal boats, they need to establish the safe and legal routes first, <laughs> OK? There's mm-hmm. no point doing it the other way around. All you're going to end up with is, is uh, 
people uh, making legal challenges, people being deported to countries uh, where they're later persecuted, uh, people trying to come back here again. Look, you need a proper system to deal with applications, and that's what we don't have at the moment because the government and the Home Office are completely broken. And that was Ben Bradshaw via Zoom. So thinking back over that interview... I think it's very clear that Labour believes the current government's plans are failing. As Ben mentioned, they're neither deporting enough migrants or processing enough asylum claims. And then they're claiming that it's costing them so much money, but this is due to them being stuck in limbo because they're just being kept in accommodation while waiting for things to happen that just aren't happening. And it's interesting that Ben mentioned about slapping a plaster on because Labour has repeatedly scrutinised the government's plaster politics which for those of you that don't know is when governments find quick solutions to long-term problems and when we think about what Ben said about the New Deal with France it can be interpreted as them just chucking money at a problem and hoping it resolves itself which clearly just isn't going to happen because You know, as we discussed with Theresa May, a former Home Secretary, she was quite hard-hitting in her time in office. But even she doesn't think that this bill isn't going to work. She said herself it's not going to solve the current issues and that even she has concerns regarding this bill. And in general, we're just seeing huge oppositions against this bill at the minute, not only just opposing MPs within the Commons itself, but within the Conservatives too, there's obviously, like we just mentioned, Theresa May, she's been raising her concerns over it, not to mention international as well, the legal and ethical compatibilities of this bill from the EU and the UN. It'll be interesting to see where this bill is going to end up in a few months' time. You know, it could be quite simple that because the Conservatives do have a majority government, that it is just going to breeze its way through the Commons with not many amendments. You know, I think it is key within the media over the next few months to be keeping an eye out for any statements from the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, um, obviously the Labour leader, Keir Starmer. And it's also important to keep an eye out on, you know, these notable political figures such as Theresa May and Tony Blair, you know. They've both previously served as Prime Minister too, so they've got a lot of experience and insight into this topic. But the most important person to keep an eye out for in the media at the minute would be Suella Bravman, our Home Secretary. She's going to be the one that has the most insight and can give us the most information and clarity regarding this bill you know whether in question she does answer those questions directly or provide a dodge she is still going to be the main source of information for us or really any minister that works in in the home office they are going to be the key people to look at over the next few months thank you for joining me today on on the home front it's been a pleasure and i will catch you guys next week for the next episode Take care.